Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NOCO FM. Here we go. Hello, everyone. We're jamming tonight. We're vibing, dog. Do you feel this? I do. Oh, this feel the energy. spirit of Jesus in you one time. <laughs> Welcome to NoCo Live, uh, NoCo FM's weekly, mostly weekly, uh, <laughs> live show <laughs> uh, that We're we produce trying. here from the NoCo FM basement studios. Uh, I am your substitute host, usually on the ones and twos, but today on the, what is this? This would be like the ones and, uh, I wanted to say like the ones, ones and zeros. Would it I be the know. ones and, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> on the ones and zeros, Chris Lanfear. And I'm not on the ones and zeros cause I'm non-binary. Hey, hey, I like that. Kev Cat Martinez coming at you <laughs> hot and gay, ready for this wonderful day. How are you doing today, Chris? How was your week? Uh, my week has been has been good. It's uh, I don't know the last the last couple of weeks have been kind of kind of funky, but I've you know I've been I've been sick and uh, that always sucks. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, things have been good. How about you? How's how's the new job? Have you started the new job yet? Yes, I've started it and it's like super stressful. Like I want to do super well in it. And I'm just like overthinking and panicking myself out. You ever feel that? Like For like- sure. And I think that's normal with a, uh, with a brand new job, like a lot of new procedures and whatnot to figure out and right. a lot of new things to learn. So I think that makes sense. Yeah, and like the weight of what I'm working with is like crushing my soul already, and it's been two days. So I'm ready. I'm ready to die. Um, <laughs> ready to die like Notorious B.I.G.? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I, lo- I love it when they call me Big Papa. Who doesn't? Honestly. <laughs> hey, Charles, how you feeling today? Charles, uh, unfortunately, um, got held up at his uh, day job, the one that pays him money. So we can't fault him for that. But in his place, I'd like to introduce our good friend Donatello here, um, who's uh, representing the spirit of Charles, even though he's not dead for tonight's purposes. He basically is. So sorry about that, Charles, but we will never forget you. Rest in peace, Charles. Rest in peace. I hope you get a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's the thing. Like he, you get uh, stuck at work. And I mean, he works in Loveland, which is a good 25 minute drive from here. So, and the roads are terrible. The weather is awful. Hopefully, wherever you're seeing this from, uh, you're warm because it is not warm here. Um, We have two space heaters that you can probably hear in the microphones, but they can't see (laughs) off camera that are keeping our studio warm. Which is a shame because they are mad sexy, mostly because they're keeping me warm and I enjoy that. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I don't fucks with cold. I get very much like a lizard. I'm like, this is it. This is the end of my life. Yeah. This is this is how I go. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather would you rather like freeze to death or like burn alive? Mm, burn alive, hands burn down. Alive. Because every time I get a fever, I get close to that. Because I'm like. No, I will not be cold during my fever. And if you have a fever, everything that is not the temperature you are is freezing. Mm. Or at least it's what I experienced. Sure. So uh, when we when we were in Texas, I used to sit in like the car in the middle of the day with like no AC. The car wouldn't be on with a blanket around my shoulders. And I was like, yeah, this is good. This in is Texas, yeah. where the heat is already like sweltering. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this God. is where I'm safe. <laughs> It's true. Gays do go to hell. That's why we handle heat so well. Ah, that's why. Okay. I like it. Ah, That's actually not true. Because Circus is an absolute child when it comes to heat. Really? The second it gets a little bit too warm, he's like, no! I'm dying! (laughs) I don't do well with heat. I... I have to keep things fairly regulated. Like right. it's rare that like if you come, I mean, you're at my house a lot. Like <laughs> it's rare that it's more than 70 degrees. It's usually like 68 or 69, 69. Hey, but, hey. Um, Sucks number. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I usually have to keep it there because if it gets like in my office when I'm like at the day job, 
if it gets above like 73, I'm roasting and I'm dying and I just want to pass out. I feel that. So, but at the same time, I don't like it to be cold. Um, if it was like 45, I'd be miserable. Oh yeah, certainly. But the thing is when I'm at work, if the, the heat drops to 68, I'm like, why are you trying to freeze me? Why, <laughs> why are you ruining my day? So then what's your ideal temperature? Uh, probably like a comfortable lounge temperature would probably be like 72. 72. 70. All right. Yeah, I'd be comfortable there, but like I wouldn't mind going up to eighty. Maybe Ooh, not in my house. 80. 80 I, w I would probably die. <laughs> I, don't I don't think I could do eighty. James At least knows. not for a sustained period of time. Plus, like summer is kind of bullshit for me because <laughs> um, I when I, if I go out in the heat, and I'm outside for longer than like an hour, I burn instantly. Like Ooh. there is no such thing as a tan for this. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, How upsetting. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, one side of my family is, like, very, like, European mutt, and the other side is Native American and Hispanic. So the genes for this skin <laughs> are just fucked when it comes to anything other than just burning alive. Right. Um, when I was in high school, I worked for this city as a swimming instructor, and my so the way that it works is like you you're assigned to a class or multiple classes and each class was like three weeks and my first assignment was at city pool or city park pool Ooh. and they would rotate you around between that pool mulberry pool and epic and uh my first posting was at city park and i got second degree burns my first day i was gonna make a joke but that's fucking horrible it was Holy really awful shit. um and so i had to do the rest of the classes in a t-shirt <laughs> because country fried. <laughs> I, I i was chicken fried steak that nobody wanted <laughs> that got left out in the sun way too long you leave it on the concrete and it gets extra dried out and it's just like end me <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I would have I would have prayed for a quick death at that point, but I was only 16, so I suppose it's a good thing that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who was telling me a story in uh, high school during art class once, and she goes, yeah, I was like swimming to the bottom of this pool to get this comb, and the air was leaving my lungs, and I thought to myself, seven years old, yeah, this is how I die. It's been a shitty life. And I was like, dude, you good? <laughs> <laughs> when you're seven? Yeah. Damn. Hopefully there's nowhere to go but up from there. Right. Jesus. Well, I mean, literally, because they were at the bottom of a pool. Well, hey, you are full of them tonight. I, I love it. it. See, this is what energy. happens when we go two weeks without a show. You're just coming <laughs> out, be a blasting with both barrels. You got it, bitch. I can, I'm a double singer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I was going to make a joke about that, but I don't, I don't got one. It's okay. Uh, but you're on a roll anyway. So we do not have a Charles's Energy Drink Corner tonight. However... But we have Kevcat's Corner of Chaos. Kevcat's Corner of Chaos. <laughs> KKK. Oh, no. Oh, Never God, mind. No. Corner um, of Chaos with a C, dog. With a C. And because we're classy, we have wine glasses and boxed wine. Yes. And as I pour this boxed wine, I'm going to tell you... Um, <laughs> Chris. Yes. When I was coming up with like how what I want to do tonight, I was thinking, you know what? This is super duper cheap and it's super duper lovely and mm -hmm. enjoyable, and that would be a wonderful way to end this, right? Of course. But I was like, oh man, wine really could use something extra. So I bought Birdies bots beans from Harry Potter. Now. So you're gonna have to explain to me what these are because I'm not a Harry Potter person. Okay. Much to my girlfriend's chagrin, but Oh man. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a potterhead out of you, but we're not gonna give any money to JK Rowling while doing it because no, she's a turf. We are gonna pirate all that shit. Exactly. Honestly. Steal from the rich. Anyway. Well, I, Lynn already has like the DVDs and stuff, so I, I suppose Perfect. I can get around it that way. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I'm doing too, because like I've had them since I was a kid. And same with the books. But so in the movie there's uh Bertie's bots beans which are these basically jelly beans and they're any flavor they're like anything okay so some of the flavors will include cinnamon cherry candy floss earwax booger blueberry uh black pepper banana we got sausage marshmallow rotten egg 
green apple, and you won't know which one it is until you put it in your I mouth. really <laughs> love it when that happens. I really hope I get the marshmallow. Though right? I'm intrigued by the idea of a sausage jelly bean. <laughs> right? Honestly. So, and the thing is, these got so out of hand that they were making so many different kinds. There was a game where they made them look exactly the same, but one was like apple flavored and one was grass. And you got to like spin this wheel and it picked the color of the bean and you hoped that you didn't get fucking skunk. If you've ever eaten the skunk bean, you know the pain I'm I'm reliving in my brain right now. It is literally the most disgusting bean I've ever put in my mouth. And on that You're note, not selling these well. <laughs> and I'm on that a note, little more than a little afraid. I'm not even gonna tell you the worst part. Actually, I am because I don't think it's in this one. Okay. <laughs> Lynn says, hopefully you don't get vomit flavored. They're oh, disgusting. God damn it. You ruined the surprise. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that's, I I'm mean, not, that's not I'm too not much picking, of a stretch. I'm not picking one out, though. So what we're going to do. One is, fell between your legs there. It's fine. Don't worry about yeah, it. That cool. one's going to go to the side. Nice. All right. Now, take a hand. <sighs> There's a couple of beans in each hand. Fuck. So you still have a chance to get a good one. Even if you pick a Can hand I be a conscientious one. objector? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I just silently protest the war by not participating? Absolutely um, not. Uh, well, it usually hangs to the left, so I'm going to go. All right. There you go. My left, there not your left. There are your three left. beans. I have to eat all three of these? We're going to eat them one at a time. Oh, and God. trust me, you're going to want to take a small bite. <laughs> Okay, and this is why we got the wine. Ready? Uh, I have a feeling so we're going to need something stronger than, wine, than green. I don't know. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Kind of. Okay, so these are our beans and our poison, and I'm not letting him see the box so he knows what he doesn't know which one he's about to eat. And I don't remember which ones they are. I might. Well, there's one that I recognize. I'll be honest. But uh, okay, are you ready? Pick your first bean. All right. Okay, I'm. I'm going to pick the gray one. Uh, the one yes. that looks like a rock. Perfect. I'm Do, are make... the colors in any way indicative? Yes, they are. That's Fuck. why I'm hiding the box from you. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to show. I got uh, this, like, splatter one that's super pretty. And he's got this charcoal one. Are you ready? Um, and just a bite. small bite. Small bite off the top. All ready? right. Mm-hmm. And are you experiencing it? What are you thinking? It tastes <laughs> <ASMR>. like <laughs> It tastes like pepper. Black pepper. That's okay. what you got. All right. Do you want to finish the bean? You know what? It's not horrible. I'll finish the bean. I got tutti fruity, so I ate the whole bean. I got lucky. <laughs> all right, ready? Oh, so they're not all gag ones. No, there's good ones in it. That's why that's why this actually such the, a crapshoot. The black pepper isn't bad. Right? I actually kind of enjoy some of the weird ones. I'm going to try the black pepper. Right I now. like the, um, you know, it's got like obviously kind of a savory, peppery flavor to it. I don't but know what to say other than sweet. that. It like starts sweet. It's a little sweet. Yeah, it's. Mm. Oh, that's really good. It's that's it's like it's, it's like it, it's like a scotch. There's like layers to it. Mm, you're right. Oh, I did. And I'm that. I'm gonna kick myself for just comparing that to Scotch, probably with whatever the next one I eat is. But that's okay. So I see that people are watching us, guys. Uh, say hello on the chat. What's going on? How's your Monday night? How has your February been so far? And watch as I torture Chris with magic beans. Magic right. beans. So hold on, I need a now? palate cleanser of yeah. my my Boda box Pinot Grigio here. <laughs> I did the same thing. Enjoy your Pinot Grigio. <laughs> this episode of NoCo Live is brought to you by Boda Box Pinot Grigio. Boda Look Box. for the box that says Boda Box. It's got this really cute like page, picture on the side. This is not sponsored, but it could be. It could be Boda Box. Hit us up. Aren't you? Are we the people you want representing your company? Yes. <laughs> oh, lost under space. Hey, I'm sitting in front of a space heater, staying warm. So are we. Same. <laughs> Um, if we had more than one camera set up right now, I would pan around and show you the space heaters in the studio that are just out of frame. But uh, rest assured, our feet are toasty. Oh yeah, pretty pretty. But warm like up from here up, we're like freezing. But at least <laughs> at least you know our lower bodies are warm. Right. Which is really all that matters. Mm -hmm. And which color are you selecting next? Oh God. Um, Dude, I got. I'm I got. scared of this. Like, honestly, I have a feeling this is the booger. 
Mm-hmm. Because it looks like a fucking booger. Okay. I'm so gonna I'm get... going to go with the orange one. I'm going to go with the one that kind of looks like a kidney stone. <laughs> 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 Bottoms up. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. Tink. Mm. I'm so scared. I have to take another bite because I can't tell. Okay, so that's a familiar flavor, but I I don't know what it's supposed to be. What is it? I'm hoping it's not the one I think it is, man. What is it? Can I see it? Is it just orange? It's just, solid? it's straight up it's orange. Solid orange. Is, do they have it hidden? It looks like someone's tooth and they haven't brushed in like 25 years. Nice. Thanks for that, dog. Yeah. So honestly, the only orange one on here is vomit, but there's no color flakes in that. No, it's solid orange. What does it taste like? I, I can't really place it. You tell me. Okay, hang on. I gotta. This figure is not out a trap. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Guess who got earwax? Oh. Hey, hey. Oh. So don't eat the ones that look like kidney stones. I'm gonna drink some of this real quick. Ah. Okay. I'm just gonna pop this whole thing in my mouth. Mmm. Jimin, jamin, jimin. Totally Jimin. Jimin. <laughs> Shout out to Jim, whoever you are. What I feel like I should have moved the trash can closer to the to the uh, desk here. Dog, straight up, I think you ate vomit and liked it. I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, it's fucking weird. It's I, we it need, was. We need the trash can because I'm not gonna put this back in my mouth. Hang on. Just just oh. set it over there or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happened when Charles is what happens when Charles isn't here. Everything just goes straight to hell. At least it's entertaining. It's Uh-oh. it's got to be entertaining, you know. I mean, there's a reason why people watched uh, 14 Jackass movies, you know. Are you okay? Why does it taste like cheese? <laughs> it okay. does have it does taste a little bit like cheese. We're good. I'm solid. I want to remind you that this was your idea. Yeah, and I like to be in pain. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to take another laugh, Alec Lenser. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's got a kind of a nasty aftertaste to it. Oh, that's what's getting me. <laughs> it's mm. like the, the, the kickback where you're like, huh. Because that's how the earwax got me because I was fine with it for a minute. And I was sitting there and I was like, I guess it kind of tastes like a little musky. And then I read the box and it goes, oh, yeah, that's what you're tasting. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when your mind goes, nope. Nope. Uh, Okay, so we have one more of these. I don't don't know if I want to do it. (laughs) We're going to do it. We're going to be a family because I have a special surprise after we finish this last bean. Please let it be a slow death. (laughs) Um, Ugg Life 87, we are drinking Boda Box Pinot Grigio. (laughs) Boda Box. Um, the, the The official box wine of NoCo FM. Not actually sponsored, but it could be if someone from Boda Box is watching. Um, so yeah, we're we're drinking Boda Box uh, Pinot Grigio and eating these nasty Harry Potter um, birdie bots. I was, I was gonna say gummy worms, but they're not gummy worms. They're, they're, they're jelly beans. Filled nightmares. They're just night. Oh God, I know. They are nightmare about. beans. I know what this is. I know what it is because it's the only green one. And I do, I don't want to put it in my mouth. Knowledge I'm is power. Going to. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Okay, ready? You got you got your green one. I got my green one. I got my booger-looking one, which I suspect is boogers. Mm, let's die together. I want you to try this one next, too. Mm, yep. Oh, yeah, that's gross. Right. Tissues, here you go. <laughs> Just spit it right in the box. <laughs> that box is empty. Um. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going to do it. It's not as bad as I remember it. Okay, so what was the one I just ate other than death? Uh, Yeah, that was Defo Burger G. That was Defo Burger G. Mm-hmm. That was nasty. That was... I'm so sorry for your loss. Quite possibly one of the most <laughs> disgusting things I've ever uh, put in my mouth. And I just ate grass. 
Um, not as bad as I remember it. Grass? Yes, grass. I'm eating booger and you got grass? <laughs> yes. I got earwax before you, though. That's true. You did get earwax. But you did get vomit. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. So. So, <laughs> so now that we've survived, we have our boca box wine. Boda box. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. And then. <laughs> boca raton box. To close box. out Kev Cat's Chaos Corner. See, there's four. Kevcat's Chaos Corner. Four Ks. Not, not, not. Or three Ks and a C? Two Ks and two Cs. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We have a very special treat. Now, who would make you happiest? Like, maybe they would make you a happy little friend or a happy little treat. Uh, Bob Ross flavor? Bob Ross mints. <laughs> <laughs> they're happy little trees, and they're the best thing that's ever been given to me, and I can't wait for you to see these because they're just so precious. Are they, li- are they little they're trees? They're little trees! Yes! <laughs> Aren't they great? Holy shit. I love them They look so like much. they could easily take out someone's eye. Right? They're so they're great. They're like tiny little pointy weapons. So take a couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Ross. In death, you are still watching over us. Right, saving our asses just in time with Mm. these happy little trees. And yep, so that would be the end of Kev Gat's Chaos Quarter. Okay, those are delightful. Yes. So that although anything would be after the vomit, (laughs) booger, vomit booger stuff. No, that was so gross. Your booger is still over here. I'm gonna throw it away. This is what happens. See, this is my recurring theme. This is what happens when Charles isn't here. The show turns into a fucking episode of Fear Factor, where it's like, (laughs) okay, you have to eat live spiders. Don't put it past me. I love Fear Factor. Fear Factor was like the one show you I loved watching Fear Factor, but I would never want to be on Fear Factor, especially (laughs) not if it's my own fucking show. (laughs) That's never gonna happen. If I have a choice. We out this bitch. Do you want another tree before I put these away? I want like 10 more trees. Please take as many trees as you'd like. I'll just leave it here. Yeah. <laughs> so, just what, so nice. What's uh, what's on your mind? What do you want to talk about this week? Well, let's see. Um, I had this idea because a lot of things are judged just simply off of appearance from the get-go. Um, I wanted to make a fucking game out of it and see what you think. Okay. Um, I want to pull up a picture of a book on Amazon, and we're just going to look at the cover, and we're going to guess what it's about. Okay. Is this is this a specific book you want to look at, or am nope. I, like, Googling? We're going to Google book on Amazon that neither of us know, and then we're going to guess what the cover's about. Like, just by looking at the cover, we're going to write a little... Okay. So I'm going to try thing. searching for a random Amazon book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what we can find. Um... Do, 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 do. How are you guys doing this week? What's jingling your chain? Yeah. I'm not going to elaborate on what that means as a question. What's jangling your chain? I got to show a really cool person my drawings and they were super dope about it. I'm not going to elaborate on that either. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here are all these things. I'm not going to elaborate on them. Actually... Because um, I'm I'm not coming up with too much on Amazon yet, so let's come back to that. But I do, while Fair. we're talking about showing stuff to people online, I wanted to point out, I'm going to bring it up here on the screen. Go ahead. This was a tweet uh-huh. we got a couple of days ago from at Happy Volpe saying, Hey, NoCo FM, I'm currently listening to the January 24th ish, er, uh, episode of Gadio. And it's like being hit over the head with a hammer made out of feelings, radical acceptance, and guitar riffs. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I can't believe they liked it that much. I, I like, you said that to me the other day. Yeah. And I cried. I was like, what? Somebody enjoyed my show enough to write shit like that? I was, I was freaking out. Wasn't that super cool? That was I mean, super cool. And that's that's what's most rewarding about doing this is certainly not the the zero dollars we're making from it, but the 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 fact that uh you know the things we're doing are touching people. Yeah. And that's super super cool because honestly, like when Charles and I started this, like that's all we wanted to do was you know create stuff that people dug that made people feel included that made people feel 
like they were important and that, that they mattered. Um, and, you know, the fact that we get some feedback like that is super, super cool. So happy Volpe. We love you. Thanks for reaching out and hope you listen to more Gadio because um, yeah. uh, every show and I'm going to wax your car a little bit here for a second okay. is, is put together by Kev Cat himself by himself coming up with all the tracks every single week um, producing the the interludes like all of that is coming from this wonderful person's brain right here and uh it's just really cool to see that people are are digging that dog man <laughs> you're gonna make me cry on the fucking radio show okay it's all good it's all good i like oh my god can i tell you about something that really got to me the other week do it um i played a new artist on my station kill sky uh who i found on tiktok and i thought her shit was pretty good and she's super duper funny and um she like was so excited to be on my show that she got like her friends together and she was like when does my song play when does your show play and she listened to it live and like posted on her instagram story. oh no way yeah her freaking out while it played and me announcing her name and shit and i was like i cannot believe that somebody else felt like that listening to my show that's super cool and she wants to be i'm probably gonna have her in the studio sometimes as sometimes well not in the studio because she's in la but right uh in the virtual studio yeah Yeah. hell yeah next time next week so that's that's super great exciting she was so stoked and i was like fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's great like you know that and that's that's the other half of it too is like bringing exposure to um to new voices to new artists to people that you know aren't getting commercial you know radio airplay like if you listen to our radio stream and like there's there's a quick plug for it but like if you listen to our radio stream you're not going to hear Mumford and Sons. You're not going to hear Katy Perry's. Katy Perry. Or Yummy by Justin Bieber. Or, yeah, you're not going to hear anything by fucking Justin Bieber. (laughs) Corbin would have a conniption fit. Maybe for April Fools. We have been known to do some weird shit on April Fools. Dude, Stradio is still, I stand by Stradio. Stradio was great. (laughs) So we we did an episode of No Cogadio, which fell on April 1st as a Stradio. Shout out to Christian for hosting. Yeah, which was was great. So it was just basically the opposite idea of, of Gadio. Um, turned up to 11 so that was a lot of fun <laughs> we, we opened with either creed or nickelback i can't remember it was nickelback because <laughs> yeah. uh there even like in the description for the episode it was like warning opens with nickelback <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fucking good corbin's fucking uh new year's shit always gets me he like not new year's shit uh april fool's yeah that always gets me. We're already talking about about doing some stuff uh, for this year, so you know we'll see. Ooh, I like I like the whole host switching thing. Oh yeah, so yeah, that was, my name's Charles Kelly. What, yeah, that was one of the other things we did. Is so like if you listen to the radio stream, and that's not a plug; it's just necessary for the, the explanation. If you listen to the radio stream, um, like any other radio station, between songs and between shows, there's little promos for different things we're doing and other shows on the station. And uh, we we basically re-recorded everybody's promos um, with different hosts as the other hosts. So, for example, Corbin um, was Stephanie James uh, <laughs> doing the promo uh, copy from The Spark with Stephanie James. I'm Stephanie um, James. And Stephanie was Corbin, so she did Corbin's bit, um, and we played those on April Fool's as well. So you, you can, if you want to, you can go back and listen to that show um, in the archives. It's under NoCo FM specials. But, um, yeah, that's that sort of stuff is a lot of fun to do. And it's so much fun. We, we need to do more stuff like that. For real. <laughs> I want us to have more, like, radio show parties because, like, radio station parties. Because, like, now I actually am in a position where I can actually make time for other things and people. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to, like, I don't know, connect with people. I will never, ever forget having drunk Corbin and drunk Stephanie in the same room. The chaotic energy was unmatched. <laughs> it was amazing. It Stephanie really was. was. at a fucking... 15 out of a scale of five. It was amazing. You talking about when we were at uh, PodCon? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. She's like under the table, losing her mind. <laughs> hey, what <laughs> what happens in Seattle stays in Seattle, screen. right? But yeah, like yeah, when we went to PodCon, that was a lot of fun. And there is no more PodCon, unfortunately. Like they're not doing any more of those because they 
didn't uh, you know hit the revenue goals that they needed. But yeah, I do I do want to do more stuff to like kind of unite us as as a team and as a family because like that's that stuff's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, and it really kind of builds helps build the sort of family motif that that we're all trying to trying to do here so um i did find an amazon book that was relatively random it's not anything i i know anything about so let's take a look here this is when we believed in mermaids a novel by barbara o'neill nice okay author of the art of inheriting secrets okay so uh for those of you who are listening to the audio version right now uh, this cover is basically a sunset on a beach where you can't see anything but the silhouettes of two people walking away. And I'm going to say right now, this shit gay as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, this is a story of a lesbian and her lover. Like That does appear to be two women. Yes. Oh, fuck. Look at me nailing it. Also, there's seagulls. In, in it as well. Oh, yeah, there um, are some seagulls, and they seem to be flying awfully low. Don't, I thought seagulls only fly low when someone's about to die. Oh, shit. Or am I confusing that with some other bird? Yeah, that's a different bird. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to live in your fantasy for a minute. <laughs> I think sorry, I think I'm not I'm not a member of the uh you know the Arbor Day Foundation or whatever. I don't know shit about birds. I don't, I don't know shit about birds. Can <laughs> I, I don't make you that as a t-shirt. We could. I just want that so bad. Anyway, so we believed in mermaids. I think it's gonna be like a story of these two girls that grew up next to each other, um, and like the beach was always their safe haven. Mm-hmm. And like maybe life got crazy and maybe they grew apart a little bit, but they always had the beach, and they got to remember that they believed in mermaids. Because <laughs> lesbians love mermaids. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Is that true? Do, do lesbians love mermaids? I mean, I it's like, certainly possible. I feel like everybody loves mermaids. I mean, yeah. It's it's <laughs> funny. There's, like, you know, everybody loves, like, the little mermaid and shit. Right. Um, and, like, that's fine. Although. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, you, you know. Don't I mean, say. Like. I know that sounded really condescending. Didn't <laughs> I'm You're just okay. like, that's fine if you like those stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's okay if you love those stupid fucking wastes of time mermaids that are never gonna be fucking real waste. Yeah, you. I bet you live in your mom's basement, don't you? Though what's funny <laughs> is, uh, so uh, now on Mondays at seven, uh, Corbin versus the World plays instead of on Fridays, which means you're now anchoring our Friday lineup. Holy shit. But uh, that notwithstanding, on tonight's episode that literally aired two hours ago, Corbin has a whole bit about how um, basically there there was this story about um, there are people trapped on a cruise ship um, mm-hmm. because of uh, corona, the coronavirus outbreak. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're at the port in, I want to say, New Jersey somewhere. Um, and they were pleading, they were creating like YouTube and TikTok videos asking Trump for help mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. Um, and Corbin basically went on a rant that basically said, boats are stupid. If you d- if you declare your allegiance to the sea, then you deserve what you get. Anyway, <laughs> it is a fantastic show. It'll be hitting podcast tomorrow morning. So Can check out you that episode. you nailed that Corbin impression just then? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was him. But anyway, what do you think When We Believed in Mermaids is about? When We Believed in Mermaids you know i see it as two women remembering the time that they believed in mermaids because they killed them in the past (laughs) oh fuck yeah and i think they're going back they're walking back towards the water to finish the job (laughs) because the time they believed in it was when they were real until these two bitches capped all the mermaids Can you send this to me so I can draw that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> is that your final answer? That is my final answer. And that, I think, to, to go back to my not knowing shit about birds, that's why the uh, seagulls are flying so low. Because they're tra- And see, there's a lot more seagulls on the ground there. They're, they're trying the to create a barrier between the women and the mermaids. But it's not working out because all those mermaids are going to die. Because, you know, under that shawl, she got a fucking harpoon gun. She ain't come to fuck around. I think one of them's got a harpoon gun. In fact, I think you can kind of see her carrying, like, having it cocked back a little bit. And then I think this uh, this chick's got a bow and arrow. Okay. 
I have to. Oh find my god, you're one. eating more of these. No, I have to find you one because the cinnamon no. one is super bomb. The which one? Cinnamon one? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I like me some cinnamon. It's really good. But anyway, so do you want to read to us, or do you want me to read it? Uh, what what it's actually about? Oh, the actual synopsis. Yep. yep. Uh, sure. Let's pull it up here. Uh, where does it go? Uh, review below about the. Uh, where's the actual synopsis? I really hate we Amazon sometimes. Um, look at us being super competent. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, here we go. Her sister has been dead for 15 years when she sees her on the TV news. From the author of The, Inher- the Art of Inheriting Secrets comes an emotional new tale of two sisters, an ocean of lies, more like an ocean of death, and a search for the truth. Josie Bianchi was killed years ago on a train during a terrorist attack. Gone forever. It's what her sister, Kit, an ER doctor in Santa Cruz, has always believed. Yet all it takes is a few heart-wrenching seconds to upend Kit's world. Live coverage of a club fire in Auckland has captured the image of a woman stumbling through the smoke and debris. Her resemblance to Josie is unbelievable and unmistakable. With it comes a flood of emotions, grief, loss, and anger that Kit finally has a chance to put to rest by finding the sister who's been living a lie. After arriving in New Zealand, Kit begins her journey with the memories of the past, of days spent on the beach with Josie, of a lost teenage boy who'd become part of their family, and of a trauma that has haunted Kit and Josie their entire lives. Now, if two sisters are to reunite, it can only be by unearthing long-buried secrets and facing a devastating truth that has kept them apart for far too long. To regain their relationship, they must kill all the mermaids. That's not what it says. That is not what it says, you bastard. We were both fucking wrong. We were both way off base. Which Don't if you your sister, <laughs> which if you've ever watched this show is not abnormal for us. Nope. I actually have one for you that I want you to guess. Okay. Okay. And you can talk about something else while I look it up. Okay. So why don't you tell me about what's going on in your life and your week? Well, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is at the last show and and uh, or the 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 last episode of this show that we did, we talked about Kobe Bryant. Okay. And I noticed. I don't want to say anyone else made this mistake, but I feel like I made this mistake. We were talking about his death and the tragedy and all that. And I don't remember exactly who said it or how it came up, but we started talking about how, um, you know, there, there, there was a sentiment that he was anti-gay or anti-LGBT or somehow, somehow bigoted. And we kind of just ran with it because that's what we do on this show. Um, after the show aired and after the podcast came out, I started thinking about it some more and nobody brought this up to me. There wasn't someone like wagging their finger being like, Hey, I'm mad about this because we don't have enough viewers to get that sort of response. But, um, I, I did start looking it up and realized that that was actually not the case and that it stemmed from a gay slur that he made, uh, almost 10 years ago. And it was something that he said in the heat of the moment during a basketball game to a referee. And by no means does that excuse the slur at all. Um, but based on uh, subsequent research, I was able to, to look up like that he learned from that and took steps you know, later on to to not repeat those sorts of things. And when people did that in his presence, he took steps to correct them. So I actually felt really bad about that, so much so that I posted a correction um, about after the episode aired about that. And, you know, it's it's a weird thing because like this show, obviously, we're just kind of fucking around eating, you know, booger jelly beans. But I do still feel even though we're not trained journalists by any means, I do still feel a responsibility to make sure that when we are talking about real things like that, that matter to people that we are at least trying to get our facts straight. So I I don't really think that was anyone's failing other than my own. Um, Because ultimately like, you know, everything that we put out, you know, under NOCO FM comes down to me and Charles. So, um, it wasn't it wasn't a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but I also think that as we're growing, you know, hopefully into something larger um, than where we're at now, 
that you know we take that responsibility seriously and and take the extra effort to make sure we're not like spouting off shit that's not true so i do agree with you and but i do want to say that when we were in the moment we didn't bring it up ourselves it was somebody commented Mm -hmm. on it yeah uh, brought it up in this uh chat and we didn't like we just went off the information that was presented to us and we didn't necessarily say that he was homophobic we said that if he was homophobic and we operated under the belief that what they were saying was true right and the correction was a good move i 100 percent agree i also agree that as I know, I know we're not journalists but as people who are reporting on news even mentioning the fact that he did say that like you said and there was that issue he did correct it including all of that information um even the bad bits is still important sure and like yeah, we could have gone about it a lot better, but uh, and actually like known about it beforehand. But since we didn't, and the only form of information we had about it was somebody commenting and kind of getting pissed at us for talking about him, uh, yeah. they probably didn't have the full story. They probably only had a little bit and thought that they were correct in the way that they presented it. Sure, which is totally fine. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think you know, given given the circumstance, like we did the best we could with it, and we did the best we could after after it happened and after we realized the error. Um, so, you know, I'm not, you know, it's it's just definitely a, something to keep in mind going forward. Um, as you've probably realized if you've uh, watched or listened to this show at all, we don't do a whole lot of research <laughs> before we go live. We <laughs> we sometimes have a general idea of what we want to talk about. Um, and, and sometimes there's a news article or something that uh, sparks it. Um, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to make this big so you can't read it. Oh, yeah. Oh no, I can't. I can't make this for you. Never mind. Uh, this won't work. This one won't work. Okay. I'm a failure. Come it's on. okay. You're not a failure. But uh, so yeah, that's just one of those things. But uh, you know, I think going forward, you know, we're it's something for us to keep in mind because I do want us to get to a point where, even though you know we're not a a news organization, and I don't think we ever will be really, right. I do think that you know to a certain degree. Um, you know, we want to have some journalistic integrity um, in terms of what we present and what we say. And uh, like, you know, as a good example, there are episodes of other shows of ours that I'm not going to name right now that have not aired fully produced episodes that we have not aired because, uh, you know, we were not comfortable with the subject matter or it seemed a little too far fetched um, or a little too snake oil to, uh for me to feel comfortable supporting so you know i I do take that very seriously so you know it's not anything that's keeping me up at night but it is definitely one of those things to keep in mind going forward how what do you got on the uh on the amazons here i found one found one let's let's look at it so this is also one that i don't know the perfect wife Mm -hmm. a josie hunt Uh, oh oh yeah let's not look at that because that could ruin our guest okay but um so don't don't zoom in on the tiny text. Okay, got it. That's not much of a cover though. Right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. it's just a it's just a silhouette of a chick with what I'm guessing are collagen injections. But we both read books, right? Yes. So based off of the cover of this book, what do you think the tone is? Um, I'm guessing it's a thriller. Right. Um, a thriller about um, either oh what's oh Uglife saying look up the book Bloodbound. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, fuck the perfect wife. Let's well, hold on. Let's let's finish this real quick because yeah. I think this is going to be fast. This seems to me to be kind of a generic thriller about a um, either a, a woman who you know is unfaithful, perhaps, or a man who's unfaithful, um, and it, it seems to me to be kind of like the killer wife uh, trope yeah. sort of thing. Which I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's that's my read on it. What do you think? Um, I think it's about a woman who um, finds out that she is, in fact, uh, descended from the warriors from the cat novels. And she has to figure out how to blend in and be the perfect wife and the perfect human in order to hide her identity, which is why most of her face is hidden, because she's turning into a cat. Just like James Corden. Yeah. (laughs) 
I use okay. science and logic. To so what is this actually up. about? Psychological suspense thriller. And considering that they're saying Jesse Hunt in here, I'm assuming that's a character in a long-running series of books. Oh, really? That'd be my guess. Criminal profiler in training, Jesse Hunt is sure she's finally put the darkness of her childhood behind her. She and her husband just moved from a cramped downtown Los Angeles apartment into a Westport Beach mansion. How does that work? <laughs> Kyle's promotion. Oh, here we go. Kyle's promotion has them swimming in money, and she is on the verge of getting her master's in forensic psychology. The last step in her dream of becoming a criminal profiler. Oh, that's dope. Um, but soon after that, Jesse begins to notice a series of strange developments. The neighbors all seem to be hiding secrets. The mysterious yacht club <laughs> Ky Kyle is desperate to join is Wait. rife with cheating spouses and with troubling rules of its own. And the notorious serial killer being held at the psychiatric hospital where Jesse is completing her degree seems to know more about life, about her life than is normal or safe. Ooh, okay. So do you think it's like... um? Like the the person who's losing their shit is gonna take over her life. Uh, it's possible, or this this person is actually someone from her past that she doesn't know or blocked out or something. What if it's her? It's actually her. What if it's what if and she's, she's schizophrenic? Like schizophrenic, and she's seeing a hallucination of herself. That'd be kind of dope. That would be kind of cool. That I'd be, be all right with that. Super sick. Um. So, when I first started reading, like, are you a big reader? No, okay. I, 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 here's what happens. I go to Tattered Cover or I go to Bizarre Bizarre and I buy books that look interesting and then it takes me approximately 10 years to read them. Bitch, you calling me out too. I feel you. <laughs> I understand. There but... is a pile of books upstairs that I will get to one of these days. Fucking, I, I understand. Okay. Okay, so Ug Life, you're going to have to tell me here, for Bloodbound, are you talking about Bloodbound, a low-rance vampires novel? Is that is that the one we're, or, we're looking or at Or the here? one that's just called Bloodbound. Yeah, well, I think that was a TV show. Oh, shit, my bad. Dude. But, uh, yeah, so this is Bloodbound by R.J. Blaine. So t tell us if that's the right one. Um, <clears throat> but guess which get, get, guess. Oh, yeah, see, that's a prime video, though that cover looks interesting. Uh, are, there's actually a lot of Bloodbound books here. That's just um. Here's Bound by Blood. Now that's a that's a cover. Bound to the Passion. Hold on, what is this book? I love how the straight man in the room just went. Now that's a cover. <laughs> book, I know, right? Book number one in the Called Ain series. Ooh. Called Ain? I don't know. I love this. New York Times bestselling author Tracy Jane Jackson writing as Piper Davenport. What the fuck? Okay, I, I was now I'm not an author, but I thought the idea of having like a a pen, a, a pen name was so that people didn't know who the fuck you were. It's me, Tony Stark, <laughs> aka Iron Man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love that. Oh. Oh man, I want his armbands because I know he bought them on Wish for two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Do people actually buy things on Wish, oh, like not for a time. gag? All the time. I used to. I used to. I don't understand the point of, of Wish. Biggest. So, if you want cheap shit and you want to wait two months before you see it, uh, <laughs> you could pay like a. I used to buy piercings off of it. I don't really buy anything off of it now, but I used to be a huge customer. I used to buy cosplay wigs, um, cosplays, outfits and stuff, uh, pieces. I didn't really buy the full outfits because I didn't trust that shit. Hmm. But uh, their wigs were super nice. Their makeup was okay. Uh, lot, lots of my shit got lost in the mail. I don't know if I trust their sex toys. Lost Under Space says, Wish is, wish is great, like random surprises in the mail. Exactly. Yeah, like the coronavirus. You, oh my God. Holy shit. Well, because isn't it like, a, isn't it all, I'm assuming that all this cheap shit's coming from China. Oh yeah, certainly. Okay, so, so here's. Lemon flavored. Is it actually lemon or is yeah. it like pea? Look, lemon. I would, All right. I wouldn't do that to you. Hey, I'm. I'm just... We're out of Kev Cat's Chaos Corner. I'm <laughs> okay. not trying to fuck you over now. <laughs> I appreciate it. And also, here's the last black pepper one because I love you. Well, you can <laughs> you can rock the black pepper. I don't need another one. I'm good. What's the okay? Part? So this is Patricia Briggs, and the book is Bloodbound. Ooh. Now, okay. that's also a cover. Uh, that that is uh that is 
You've uh, for for our Amazing. listeners, you have got a woman standing. The she's pretty. Woman. She's pretty hot. She's uh, she's tatted up on. She's got sleeves on both arms. She's got something under her belly button. She's got a whole chest uh, thing going on. Is that a bat? It's a bat with the face of a demon. It is a like, bat with the face of a demon. She's holding a wrench. And I uh, just want her to step on my face. There are. <laughs> <laughs> you want her to sit on your face? I, I said step. Jesus, fuck. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> Non-sexual kink play is okay. Well, but... <laughs> she doesn't actually exist, so I think you're fine. Not fair. <laughs> uh, there you are... don't know that. Well, <laughs> my wife I'm, could be real. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> Uh, there are vampire bats. Well, I have to assume they're vampires. There are bats in the background. There are tons of bats. I don't know. They're actually giving me non-binary vibes. Okay. Look at that shit. Um, she's holding a wrench. She's in like a tire yard. She's surrounded by tires and like, I don't know what this is over on the side, like some kind of uh, mechanical something or other. I don't, I don't know. I don't do machines. Donatello hey. does machines. I don't do machines. Uh, he um, does machines? Yeah. He th- fucks the car? No. No, that, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the cartoon. Donatello does machines. Anyway, um, so what is this about? So I think she's a vampire mechanic, <laughs> or she's a mechanic that only services vampires. Mm. So if you're, if you're Dracula and your car breaks down, she's who you take it to. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. And I don't know. I have a feeling she has a dark past. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I'm going to say. Hmm. Yeah, this is actually really hard because, like, I have a bunch of ideas. She could maybe be like, you know, have you ever seen uh, Gossip Girl? I actually Another... have seen a couple episodes of it. I did not mean to say Gossip Girl. I meant to say, um, God, what the hell is it called? Lost Girl? I have not seen Lost Girl. Okay. Uh, she's like a uh, succubus that like works for the good side, but she is a fae that's technically dark, and she like requires stealing the life force from other people and having sex with them to live. But like she, you do. But she usually gets consent for it. Um, but I'm getting vibes like that from here. Like maybe she is like a high-ranking bad bitch on the bad side, but mm. she works for the good side unapologetically. Keeping you know? keeping their cars and trucks in proper working order. Yo, dog, she got a wolf print right on her like right, stomach right there. Yeah, right, right, right between navel. the stomach and the and Belt the naughty line. bits. So. So I'm gonna say werewolf. Wait, hold up. Wait, Wait she is a werewolf or she She's like a she's like Maybe a werewolf is her significant other? Maybe she, yeah, maybe she's a boss bitch that like doesn't doesn't fuck with the race war, the the species war that's going on. Okay. I think that'd be kind of dope. Also, I want her fucking shirt. So goddamn motherfucking bad. Look at that shit. I mean, it's a cool it's shirt, a but nice it's nice color. It is a nice color, but I think it's just like kind of a basic button-up shirt. You take <laughs> like, that back. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that I'm saying that that's bad. What I'm saying is that's probably attainable for you. Fair. I think Fair. I think you could find this shirt. Except for I just dress like a bowling alley manager <laughs> that like doesn't know how to match patterns. I'm wearing. Hey, my red best friend is a bowling alley manager. Right now. <laughs> oh, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope as shit. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he enjoys it. So that's all. That's all that matters to me. Bowling alleys. Um. So yeah. Uh, so those are our takes on on this particular book. Let's see what it Can actually I read is. It? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is. Oh, okay. Well, of course, you get the short one. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, I almost fucking. <laughs> no, you're good. Mechanic. Uh, what? Mechanic Mercy Thompson has friends in low places and dark one at ones. Wow. And now she owes one of them a favor, since she can shapeshift as well, of course. Why couldn't she? Like you uh, do. She agrees to add act as some extra muscle when her vampire friend Stefan goes to deliver a message to another of his kind. But this new vampire is hardly ordinary, and neither is the demon inside of him. This is definitely just describing her walking in on a vampire and a demon fucking (laughs) (laughs) but no this actually sounds kind of like something i would super read 
Wait, is, is she fucking a demon or does she fuck like no. a demon? No, she walks in on a demon fucking a vampire. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'd be I okay guess. with fucking like a demon. I just want her to be a lesbian. There's too much... There's too much. Well, this is at least a bisexual. This is book two of this series, so maybe in book three she goes full on lesbo. Maybe, maybe she's been a lesbian since book one, and they're just like, we don't feel the need to mention it because, duh. Because she's not defined by her sexuality. Exactly, because that's what we need. Also, can we talk about fucking queer baiting for a second? I'm sorry. So absolutely. On TikTok, there's, I don't know how I got to this, but That's just okay. follow me. But on TikTok, there's like trends of like, there's a song that goes, ooh, yeah, I think I'm catching feelings. And straight guys will like have their friend like bend down in front of them. And then they'll be like, oh, I think I'm catching feelings like for their bro. Uh-huh. Or they'll like make out with, make out with their bro on camera or whatever. And it's definitely not actually something they're into. And then, like, apparently, some of them have started getting gay bashed for it. And it's like, what? first of all, you're queer baiting. Second of all, it must suck to actually experience what you're just using to get popular off of. Like, the actual struggles of the people who do live that lifestyle and, like, sometimes have to face that actual shit. Because right under those videos, I see videos of people, like... So let me give you a little bit of backstory before I say this. A lot of people are using TikTok as almost like a way to create evidence and keep it safe, like in certain situations. Evidence of what? Depends on the situation because I saw one girl, and I'm not going to like give too many details to try and like make someone's story. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I saw one person who was talking to their mom, and their mom was like just being terrible and kicking them out and – like talking down to them and abusing them emotionally like on camera Hmm. and like there's so many people who do that they just quick quickly open tiktok and start recording so that they have proof that's posted instantly and is accessible and everything and um it seems to be a strange use for a social media platform but it's so the thing is tiktok is not just like youtube or like um something that would be made specifically for people who are trying to create uh, just creative videos or something to make people laugh. It's also just a personal, like, uh, platform where people will just get really into their emotions and really, like, open, and they can connect with each other on it. And mm-hmm. it, it sometimes those videos blow up, and sometimes just a couple of people see them, but it's still people feel safe enough to reach out and talk about shit that you normally wouldn't talk about on social media. There does seem, at least from the outside looking in, because uh, as of this moment, I still don't have a TikTok account. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely seems to be a place where people feel more comfortable or comfortable being more vulnerable. Yeah. That because of the immediacy of the platform, yeah. that there's a certain amount of comfort there mm-hmm. um, with, with the vulnerability that, that, you know, you haven't really seen with like Instagram or YouTube or, you know, these other systems. So the algorithm has changed recently. So like people's videos are getting less views and stuff. But the second you post a video, it goes to a like certain amount of people right away on their For You page. And if they watch it the whole way through or like it or comment on it, Mm -hmm. then it gets shown to more people. Sure. And I think the algorithm changed to where it's less that. Like if you get enough in the first hour, they'll keep like circulating it somewhat through the tags that people like follow on the For You page. Sure. Well, they're they're trying to make sure that people aren't gaming the system too. I'm sure that there's a degree of that. 100%. But the algorithm they had before was better because then people like – if somebody liked it and um, somebody else was following a tag that your video had in it, then it would show up on their page right away. And mm-hmm. then it would just go and go and go and go until it stopped getting traction. So, I don't, like, the point of me bringing this up with queer bat, like, queer baiting and, like, how it's so prevalent on it because the community in TikTok is so, like, there seems to be a huge side that's just LGBT. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I know I'm kind of in my bubble, like, because that's the shit that I like on TikTok. So that's sure. the shit I see a lot. But that's also what kind of blows up. And when people see that, they the straight people try and start to mimic it so that they can get more views and stuff. And I'm like, that's super duper gross. Like, why? 
it's 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 a little bit like it's kind of like a, a 21st century version of like cultural appropriation right they're kind like of? this is popular with the lgbt kids and that allows more people to see it so i'm gonna pretend to be like this so i can get the same amount of attraction and it's for like so there are straight girls that think that gay guys and like bi guys are so hot and they'll follow them and they'll be like oh it's so cute and they get that instant cloud off of that so they think if I can convince these people that I am queer, even though I'm definitely not, by like, I don't know, making out with a homie. Not really, very obviously not actually making out with a homie. Yeah. But like, on that same note, one of my favorite fucking videos on it is like this dude walking around and he's like going up to his friends and be like, yo, is kissing your homies gay? And they go, nah. And he goes, give me a kiss. And they kiss him on the cheek and he goes, thank you. And then moves on. And it's the fucking <laughs> cutest fucking video I've ever goddamn seen. But it's about the intention behind it, right? Like, you yeah. know what they're doing and you understand the context of there's, it. So it's a bit, it's different. There's a difference between friendship intimacy and pretending to be gay for clout. If, cause I I'll kiss my friends that I'm not sexually attracted to because I fucking love my friends. Cause your friends 2020, you should um, show physical personal affection to those you genuinely intimately care about, whether it's romantic intimacy or other kinds. I think that's super duper dope. But don't don't fake any intimacy just so that you can get clout when it's something that you don't. You have no part in, you have no interest in that, and you try to, like, oh, I'm romantically attracted to other men because it makes me look cool. I don't do that. Love yeah. your friends because you love your friends. Like, the spooning videos, those are great. They'll, they'll like, sardine into a mattress with, like, six of them. But don't, be, but don't be gay for pay. Don't, 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 mean, don't say that you're gay just to try, just because there's something in it for you. Right. Now, if it comes to sex work, that's on you. Like, right. that's your choice. If you want to be gay for pay, more power to you. Yeah, good times. <laughs> so on that note, it's 10 o'clock. Uh, oh, you know, I think uh, this this is a good point to sort of wrap things up. Mm -hmm. um, Kevcat, where can people hear you and see you? They can hear me. Hang on, I'm dying. <coughs> no dying. They can hear me every Friday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, live at noco.fm. Man, I just got this like sultry voice. I'm leaning into it. You're very sultry. Thank you. Yes. Um, but yeah, and maybe next week I'll have Kill Sky on the uh, episode, hopefully. I'm going to reach out to her and we're going to see if we can get that to work. Um, and then also, if you are in the northern Colorado area, uh, February 28th, I'm going to be playing Rocky in Rocky Horror Picture Show. And uh, there's going to be a very fun, uh, very fun surprise at the beginning of that show for Ooh. anyone who attends. Nice. So, yeah, check that shit out. Hey, Chris. Yes. I love you. I love you, too. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Would you like a happy little tree? I would love a happy little yes. tree. It's very happy and very little, very blue and very pointy. And very much not flavored like vomit. Yes, which is probably <laughs> its most important attribute, <laughs> at least for tonight. Mm. So, friends, we do this show every-ish week. I didn't get to really talk about why we didn't do it last week, but that's okay. That'll keep. Um, I mean, I feel like people will understand. Like, mental health shit happens. Weather shit happens. It was 100%, at least for me, a, a mental health thing. It I had a very too. bizarre day last Monday, and I I spent the whole day trying to work up the energy to, to do the show, and it just wasn't happening. So, yeah, short version. There we go. But we do this every Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, it's live on YouTube, on Twitch, on the NoCo FM live stream, which you can uh, see at noco.fm. Put it up on the screen here. Oh, um, hell yeah. NoCo.fm, our live radio stream is running 24 hours a day, music during the day, our original shows at night. What kind of original shows do you ask? Well... We got two dudes and a chick. We got Boys Built Better. We got Color Radio. We got Connecting a Better World. You can see all of these wonderful shows that we do. Chances are we are doing a show that you would be into. If you're into feminist culture, if you're into LGBTQ music, hey. uh, if you're into D&D &D and tabletop gaming, if you're into improving your life, if you're into punk rock music, we have got something for everyone. Um, so check it out noco.fm um, or grab the noco fm mobile app which is available on uh, ios and android for free 
lets you listen to the stream and all of our podcasts from wherever you are, just like it's the 21st century. Um, works in your car and uh, everywhere you can listen to stuff. So with that said, this show is also available as a podcast. So in case you are watching this on a, on a delay or listening to this on a delay, um, the podcast is available Tuesday mornings and it is available on YouTube um, right after the live show ends. So if you're watching this on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, do all those wonderful things. Fight me. Fight Kevcat. Do it. You fucking coward. And if you enjoy what we're doing, um, sign up for or consider tossing in a, a buck or two on our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash nocofm. Um, we are trying to build an independent platform for the underserved, for minorities, for the underrepresented among us, which is most of us because the billionaires don't control everything um so you know if if you're able to and it appeals to you maybe chip in a buck and uh you know show us some love that way toss a coin to your witchers toss a oh, coin valley of plenty yes those things <laughs> so uh charles will be back next week ostensibly um but uh donatello has been doing a wonderful job holding down the fort he's honestly been so good He's been really good. I mean, what a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we will see you next week. Thanks for watching and listening and chatting with us. We hope you have a wonderful week and we can't wait to see you next Monday. Can't wait. I can't wait. Throw a chicken. Do it. What? Just throw. You ever played Zelda? <laughs> throw a fucking chicken, dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what chicken? <laughs> Throw a cock. Toss a cock. Toss a cock. I'm going to make a new game. <laughs> this has been a production of NOCO FM.